You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And as usual on our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the servicemen and women out there listening on American Forces Radio Network, getting a little taste of home from the spitting statistician, helping them win their leagues and win that cash. I got my man, the bounty hunter, Chris Bavona, with me on the ones and twos. There it is, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Got a great show for you on a Wednesday. As you know, we've been going around the league team by team as you get ready for your fantasy football drafts. We've been in the NFC East all week long, and we continue with the Philadelphia Eagles. I got to tell you right now, I find this very interesting. We put a poll question up every day about the team, bet the over, bet the under. Right now at the last check, literally, I had 39% of people saying bet the over 39% of people saying bet the under the over under for the Eagles is eight so if you want to let me know what you think hop on Twitter right now at FNTSY radio you could always tell me what you think at spitting speeds we got a few people that have responded already we'll get their projections we'll find out what Chris Bavona thinks and you'll also find out why personally I am very very high on the Philadelphia Eagles I'll also be giving you the starting pitchers you need tonight to win a little bit of cash in DFS and as you know, we're crowning the greatest sports movie of all time this summer right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got a big time matchup in the baseball region, two versus three. And I got to tell you something, I am continuing my lobbying. There are only two movies that I really want to see go all the way. One of them won their matchup yesterday. That was White Men Can't Jump. The other one is involved today. We'll tell you who I really want to win. We got a matchup of The Natural and Major League. Those are two epic movies going at it. We got a lot of stuff to get into here on a Wednesday. We're going to start, though, with what starting pitchers and what stacks you need to win some cash in Major League Baseball. Come all right back, though. Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician right here on Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
It's the summertime here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And the boys of summer continue to play every day as they go towards the playoffs. You are also probably pushing towards your fantasy baseball playoffs if you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network right here with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. And you also are probably winning some cash if you're listening to what we tell you to do when it comes to DFS. we got some news and notes before we get into our starting lineups. The Cleveland Indians have placed outfielder Michael Brantley on the DL. He's been battling an ankle issue. They wanted to give him time. He missed the last couple of games. They're going to kind of, you know, save him from himself. Remember, you could retroactive the DL stint, so they're going to probably do that, but keep an eye on him. He'll probably be okay to come back as soon as he is eligible. On the flip side, Blue Jays shortstop Troy Tulowitzki will not be eligible anytime soon. He has been moved, also with an ankle injury, to the 60-day DL, effectively ending his season. A guy who is going to come back and not a moment too soon for the Arizona Diamondbacks is their starting pitcher and stud who I've been on all season long, Robbie Ray. I told you he was thrown off a mound, but here's the important part. He played catch the following day, okay? So that's one of the steps in that protocol, being able to do things, you know, days in a row. We think he will still probably need a rehab start. Anthony Banda is going to start tomorrow for the Diamondbacks in Robbie Ray's spot in the rotation against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And a piece of good news for the Astros. Remember, that lineup has not been the same recently. You know, guys like Carlos Correa has been out. Also, George Springer had been out for a while. He was coming back from that quad injury. Today, the Houston Astros have activated George Springer from the disabled list. I would take a uh, wait-and-see approach when it comes to, say, daily fantasy because he's going to go right back up to that crazy high price. But you got to be happy if you're an Astros fan or if you are a season-long fantasy player that does, in fact, own George Springer. This was a guy who was considered a potential MVP candidate before his injury. All right, last night, in DFS, there was a full 15 games on the slate. And I told you about Corey Kluber. I told you about Chris Sale. Both of them turned out Cy Young potential performances last night. Corey Kluber went the route, giving up only one run, striking out 11. The funny part, he was outdone by Chris Sale, who went eight shutout innings, striking out 13. Remember I told you these guys were going to combine for over 20 strikeouts? Boy, did they ever. I also last night told you that Dallas Keuchel, who was going in a matchup against the White Sox, he had to prove something to me first. I am not a fan of Keuchel so far coming off of the disabled list, and he had another dumpster fire of an outing, giving up eight runs across only four innings, only striking out three. I told you to fade Dallas Keuchel. I told you to pay up for Kluber and Sale, and that wound up being amazing for you last night if you listen to Speeds, the spitting statistician. One guy I did tell you that could have been all right was Zach Godley. You know I love those Diamondback starters. He was okay, but could not contend with the artistry of Kluber and Sale. Godley did strike out five guys, went six-plus innings, giving up three earned runs. Still got you a quality start, which is nice. But if you had him and other people in your tournament or even in your cash game, we're going with Sale and Kluber. That was pretty much the nuts. I had Sale on FanDuel. He got me something like 71 points. So, uh... Hopefully you did that. I also told you about some stacks last night, right? I told you about that Padres stack. I told you I had Myers. I had Solarte. Well, Solarte came through for me three for five with three ribbies. He 
went yard in the game helping my lineup personally. Hopefully you listen to me. I told you, though, also that punt play. I said I had Adrian Sanchez in the two spot for that Washington Nationals order, right? And I told you that I liked him at the minimum price of only $2,000 on FanDuel. I told you he was a guy to take a shot with in that spot, in that Nationals lineup. What did he do? He went 3 for 4 last night. He had a double and a ribby returning incredible value on that $2,000 salary. I'm giving you starters and stacks. So tonight, let me keep on doing it, okay? We got a 10-game slate. Granky at 9,800 on FanDuel, but versus the Dodgers, I don't like that. You're going to have guys like Tanaka and Verlander. Both of those guys have dramatically improved their strikeout to walk rate recently, but I'm not on him. I'm also dramatically fading Alex Wood, okay? I don't like Alex Wood at his price of over 9000 on FanDuel. There has been talk recently that Alex Wood is dealing with a little fatigue up above 100 innings. He's still only 26 years old. I'm telling you, they were talking about potentially skipping his turn in the rotation this time around. Now they're saying he fixed some things on a side session mechanically, and they think he's okay. His velocity has been down. His strikeouts have been down. I am fading Alex Wood hard. In fact, I'm fading him so hard that my stack for you, especially in tournaments tonight, is the Arizona Diamondbacks against Alex Wood. I don't think many people are going to be on this. But when you got A.J. Pollock, you got Kettle Marte, of course, Goldie Goldschmidt in there, and the newly acquired J.D. Martinez in that ballpark against a uh, pitcher that a lot of people might be on. I think you zig when other people zag. I love me the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight against Alex Wood. The starter I do like um, a little bit cheaper. If you go down to 8600 on FanDuel, I like Colin McHugh. Okay, Colin McHugh has been getting a strikeout per inning. He's only given up one run in his last two starts. Remember, he's only made three starts coming back from the disabled list. Okay, he had an injury keeping him out for the first few months of the season. So what that means is maybe he didn't go too long in his first few starts, but this is now the fourth start. I think he's going to be stretched out, and he's facing the Chicago White Sox. As you know, the Chicago White Sox are really bad against right-handed pitching, and I think that continues tonight with Colin McHugh. So one of my big-time picks is Colin McHugh at 8,600 against the White Sox. I like that he's getting stretched out, okay? I Also, if you want to go bargain basement, listen, I just finished doing the DFS lineup lock show with my man Tony Sincata, okay? And Tony Sincata, he shows you how to do it. He told you last night he fit Kluber and Sale in his lineup. Tonight, he changed his approach, and he went with two bargain basement pitchers. He said pay up for bats tonight. He recommended, and I'm going to tell you if you need this kind of value, he recommended Wojciechowski for the Reds. And he recommended Trevor Cahill. Remember, moving over, got traded from the Padres to the Kansas City Chiefs. Excuse me, to the Kansas City Royals in their battle of Missouri against the Cardinals. So Wojciechowski and Cahill are two bottom basement guys you might be able to start tonight if you want to uh, spend up for bats. One other stack that I'll give you, okay? I'm fading the wood hard tonight, okay? I like... Some of the Reds. Remember, I've been talking about this Reds-Padres series all week long going on in the Great American Small Park. I'm going to attack Travis Wood with some of the right-handed bats on the Reds, okay? I'm talking about Adam Duvall and Eugenio Suarez. I like them. And then also, 
Nick Tepich going against the Yankees, I think there's opportunity there. Okay, so I'm looking at this Yankee lineup. This guy, Nick Tepich, okay, has only gone 1.2 innings so far this year. This is clearly like a kind of spot start, a fill-in start. I like to call it a shuttle bus spot start because he's going to be right back on the shuttle bus down to the minor leagues after this start. So I'm looking at some Yankees, obviously Aaron Judge. I like Gary Sanchez a lot if you want. I liked Clint Frazier, but then I found out he's all the way in the eight hole of the lineup, and they're moving Chase Headley up to the two spot of the lineup, so that could be another option. That's what I think is what you need to do, but here's the thing. We have some baseball to talk about, not only in DFS. We have some baseball to talk about when it comes to the Little Leaguers. The Little Leaguers are going to start getting going with the Little League World Series, okay? And there are some teams out there that are obviously going to be uh, tough to deal with, okay? You got Tokyo, Japan. They've undefeated so far. But check out this team from Venezuela. Keep an eye on the team from Venezuela, okay? They went 8-0, scoring 81 runs in their qualifying. Also, another international force is the, the team from Australia. They're undefeated. They've put up over 10 runs a game. So keep an eye out some non-traditional powers from the international region. You're also going to have, as usual, teams from Texas, teams from California. The team from New Jersey, I hear, from my uh, Little League World Series correspondent, the OG Cabezon also says is someone to watch out, look out for. But it gets really started in earnest in the next couple of weeks. So keep an eye on the little kids as well. When we come back, we go to football, Philadelphia Eagles. That poll is split right down the middle. Let me know what you think, all right? Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Get in the huddle with the most on-point college football predictions and analysis from the nation's leading expert. Whether you're looking to gain the advantage in Vegas or win your college football fantasy league, the new Go For The Two exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package will make you a winner. I'm college football analyst Joe Lisi, and my predictions and insights have been featured nationwide parlaying my successful predictions in Las Vegas. I break down all the big games, identify the big upset teams, scout all the top players in the country, and focus on the -the under-the-radar picks that will surprise every week during the season i get you ready to cash in with the most bold picks while breaking down every matchup and for those playing college fantasy football i set you to draft like a champion and help carry your team to the top when the season starts so go get the go for the two exclusive edge fantasy football package right now at rotoexperts.com enter promo code free radio at checkout for your special discount and start saving on the way to more rewards Motown Philly's back again Doing a little East Coast reunion You know what it is right here Dropping stats over beats It's the Fantasy Freestyle On the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network The Bounty Hunter Very thematic today Knowing that we're going to be breaking down The Philadelphia Eagles Giving you that Motown Philly Boys to men ABC BBD I'm your boy the spitting statistician Dane Martinez And we're about to get into this football cipher Because we are very excited The buzz is 
palpable. Let me tell you about some buzz that I'm hearing around NFL training camps. Okay, first of all, in New England, Brandon Cooks is apparently putting on a clinic, says reporters for the Boston Globe think that he is uncoverable and is going to be a weapon for Tom Brady, the likes that he has not had since that season where they were undefeated in the regular season and they had Randy Moss breaking all sorts of records. A little bit further down I-95, however, in New York Jets camp, remember, they lost Quincy Inunua for the season. Now reports, who's going to catch the ball? Well... Tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins has looked dominant in camp, says reporters for uh, the Beat Reporters and reporters for NewJersey.com. There's been a lot of buzz around Austin Safarian Jenkins, and I'm on the gravy train as well. I think when you combine the fact that there are reports that he – in essence, got clean, okay, was in AA, went to rehab, he's lost 20 pounds, he's in a contract year, and quite frankly, this is his last chance, and there is no one else that is a dynamic weapon among the Jets' pass catchers, so I buy in. Remember, though, if you do, he is suspended for the first two games of the season, okay, so it's not like you're going to have to reach to get ASJ. I say you wait, but he could be a very nice ad for you at the very back of your draft. Also, apparently, the Cleveland Browns quarterback job, there is report that it is now Brock Osweiler's to lose. <laughs> I'm over here betting that he will, in fact, lose it, but it's, it's, uh, it's interesting that he is still listed atop the depth chart and he is still going to start that preseason game. Cody Kessler, who I think is a serviceable NFL quarterback and better than Brock Waller, is now taking third-team reps, okay? So keep an eye out on that. Colts general manager Chris Ballard has finally said out loud that Andrew Luck's status for week one of the regular season is uncertain. This, if you haven't already had major concerns or flags or issues with Andrew Luck and his return, this should be the straw that breaks the camel's back. You need to, in my opinion, downgrade Andrew Luck. They just continue to, uh, as time goes on, have more and more pessimistic news about Andrew Luck. Also with the Colts, however... Wide receiver Dante Moncrief. The Creef is back at practice. He had a shoulder injury. But remember, his production is also, in my opinion, tied to Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck loves him in the red zone. And if Andrew Luck is not right, I'd say downgrade Dante Moncrief as well. Titans wide receiver Corey Davis. He's still dealing with that hammy. And they are now saying that he is week to week instead of day to day. That's a bad start for the wide receiver. Remember, there's a couple of rookie wide receivers that I think if they get off to slow starts are going to really burn their redraft value value as rookies. The other one is Mike Williams out there in Los Angeles with the Chargers. He's apparently back at practice and is running, but uh, you know, remember, he's got that back issue. I think they're going to you know, nurse him along very slowly. Another wide receiver out west, Amari Cooper. He has missed his fifth straight practice. He has a leg injury. They're pretty much mum on it. Now, he's not going to play much in their first preseason game anyway. They're just giving him some extra time to heal. And uh, if you need some money, go ask Devontae Free. He and the Falcons have agreed to a five-year, $41 million extension, $22 million of guaranteed money, and a $15 million signing bonus. I wish I got $15 million for signing my name on a piece of paper, but Devontae Freeman just did, and we at the Fantasy Freestyle tip our cap to him. All right. 
We got to stay in the NFC East as Chris Pavona just played. We're going to do a little Motown Philly. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I'm high on this team. This is my surprise pick in the entire NFC. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take a step forward. And here's the thing. Carson Wentz, as their quarterback, is fine. I expect him to take a step in year two. I don't think he's going to be great. But if you tell me he could be a reasonable proximity of uh, a guy like Andy Dalton, I would definitely agree with you. This is a guy who looked good at the beginning of last year, then had his all-pro right tackle get suspended for 10 games. That can do something to your confidence and to the time that you have under center. I think then the Eagles went out and got him a ton of weapons. You get Lane Johnson coming back at right tackle. That's in essence like signing one of the best offensive linemen on the free agent market, okay? So I think they're good on offensive line. This is... This is a team that I think made big-time splashes in free agency as well. And we start in their running back room. I don't know if you know this, but they signed LeGarrette Blunt in the offseason. LeGarrette Blunt was the ninth highest-rated running back in all of fantasy last year. He's coming off a season where he had 18 touchdowns. There is no, there's only one other back that finished in the top 25 last year that switched teams. That's Latavius Murray going from Oakland to Minnesota. This is a big move for the Philadelphia Eagles. And what a perfect back to pair in the backfield with a guy like Darren Sproles, okay? You got your thunder. You got your lightning. Listen, Darren Sproles, it's his last year. He's announced his retirement. But he still had 52 catches, 427 yards, and two touchdowns in the air last year. Both of these guys are going to be able to do it. Now, I don't know... You know, I can understand how LeGarrette Blunt might be frustrating on a week-to-week basis. And even if he, I mean, he's not going to score 18 touchdowns again. Even if he regresses, I still think he is an RB2. I have him listed as my 22nd running back overall. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, does not disagree. Has him right on the fringe of a low RB2 or a high flex play as his 25th rated running back. I also... Listen, if you're in deep leagues or in a dynasty league or in a stash, I told you it's Darren Sproles' last year. They drafted his heir apparent this year, and it is Donnell Pumphrey out of San Diego State. This is one of those freakish pass-catching backs, okay? I love Donnell Pumphrey in a PPR dynasty kind of leagues. He is going to take the Darren Sproles role over, and I like LeGarrette Blunt not only for what it does for the touchdown ability of fantasy owners but what it does for the philadelphia eagles the best help to a young rising quarterback is not only their offensive line but the ability to turn around and hand the ball to a thud you know chain moving back like legarrett blunt i think that's amazing but they weren't done They went out and made a splash at the wide receiver position as well. They signed Torrey Smith and Alshon Jeffrey in the offseason to pair with a guy like Jordan Matthews, who they still see as a good slot wide receiver, okay? I got to tell you the truth, though. I'm very, very high on the Eagles this year. But I have historically been fading Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey is the kind of injury prone that I do not like. It's always these soft tissue injuries, okay? Ligaments, tendons. It's not like the freak accident of a broken, you know, a broken hand or a broken leg like we saw with some other players, okay? These soft tissue injuries are the ones that are hard to come back from, the ones that linger. I think when he's out there, Alshon is very, very impressive. The only problem 
is I don't want my wide receiver one or even my wide receiver two on my fantasy team to be frustrating week to week. He played in only 12 games last year, still put up 821 yards. You pace that out, you get an 11, 1,200-yard receiver. Okay, I understand. Okay, this is a guy who has talent, but I drop him down every year because I do not believe in the injury and the health and the in that kind of uh, reliability with a guy like Alshon Jeffrey. I'm going to tell you also. If you listen to Fantasy Freestyle and you're trying to get into fantasy if you're not an expert, let me tell you about a guy, Torrey Smith, on the Philadelphia Eagles and why he is a decent guy in a format called best ball. He's the kind of guy, the quote is like, the term is that he takes the top off the defense. He's like a deep threat. And if you're in a best ball format, this is these are formats where you're not making moves every week. You're not making trades. You just draft and then they get your best players at each position. And Torrey Smith is good for that because he's going to have one or two games where he pops off and gets, you know, three catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns. That's going to happen at some point. And he's good for the actual Philadelphia Eagles because he can stretch the defense, then have Alshon underneath guys like Darren Sproles, the tight end who we'll get to in a second underneath. Okay? But I think that he's going to be good for this actual team, not so much your fantasy team unless you are playing in the best ball format. I also wonder, could this be Jordan Matthews' year? Jordan Matthews was a highly touted kind of rookie, but let me tell you something. Mike Clay, who I respect, has interesting projections for a guy like Jordan Matthews. Thinks Jordan Matthews is possible to get 75 catches, 850 yards. I'm going to tell you something. I don't think he's going to do that, but like I said, Alshon Jeffrey is injury prone, and if Alshon misses any time, which he does usually, Jordan Matthews will go right into that role. As you can see, I like the fact that the offensive line has been, you know, maintained for Carson Wentz. I like the the, the solid running back he can hand to. I like the wide receiver, the dynamic weapons that Carson Wentz now has. I also like, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles last year were a top five defense. In DVOA, they were a top five defense. They used their first round pick on Barnett out of Tennessee to increase the, their pass rushing. Brandon Graham out there, Fletcher Cox on the interior as well. This is a defense. This is a defense that is one of the best in the league. This is an offensive line that is one of the best in the league. They have a bruising running back combo with LeGarrette Blunt and an incredible pass catcher in Darren Sproles. This is a team that signed Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith still has Matthews. It really all comes down to Carson Wentz. We're going to talk about their schedule, which is a challenge, and the tight end position for the Philadelphia Eagles. When we come back, we're going to see what you guys have to say, and we're going to hear what uh, Chris Bavona has to say. I know he's a Giants fan. Maybe he's fading Philadelphia. We'll find out right after this dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. We were talking about the Philadelphia Eagles before the break, and we talked about how I really think the Eagles are really trying to build around Carson Wentz and support him. The last piece of this is they really build in rapport with tight end Zach Ertz. Okay, and I, I got to tell you the truth. I am very conflicted on Zach Ertz. I personally have owned him in the past, and that's part of why I'm so conflicted, okay? This is a guy who has stats that look good at the end of the season, but for the last two years, it's because he's come on crazily in the, like, the last few weeks of the season, okay? Last, last year, he was tight end six. 78 catches, 616 yards, four touchdowns, but like a good chunk of that came in the last two weeks of the season, and I also think that now when you have Alshon Jeffrey, when you have Torrey Smith... When you have these other weapons, he may lose a little bit of his share, okay? He is in that tier of the mid-level tight ends that I think are where the value is, but I think he's kind of like at the top of that tier. I think Zach Ertz is the kind of guy who's going to like start the second tight end run, and I'm going to be waiting to a little bit lower in that tier. So he probably won't be on one of my teams because... I've also been burned by Zach Ertz before, but I think he is definitely a serviceable tight end, a tight end you definitely could ride with, okay? I will say this, though. My diamond, my diamond is actually going to be Jordan Matthews, okay? And the reason is because I love Alshon, but I fade him every year because of the health risk, and I think that'll mean Jordan Matthews steps right in to that wide out one role okay I also as a diamond I'm telling you in deep leagues in dynasty leagues Donnell Pumphrey is going to be the heir apparent for Darren Sproles so I really like him as well what I don't like is this Philadelphia Eagles schedule okay I told you why I like the Giants schedule so much remember I told you that they get the Dallas right away when Zeke might still be suspended no such luck for the Eagles they don't play the Cowboys until week 11 they also have a lot of West Coast trips that I don't like. Okay, remember, this is a division. They're playing the AFC West and the NFC West, and it didn't work out for them. The Giants got lucky. I told you yesterday they get to host the Seahawks. Not the case for the Eagles. They got to go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, to LA to take on the Chargers in that new soccer stadium that they're going to be playing in this year. Then they have NFC West games back-to-back weeks. They go at Seattle week 13, then Los Angeles again to play the Rams week 14. Then from there, cross the country week 15 in a huge matchup at MetLife Stadium against the Giants. The last game on a three-game road trip. That does not set up well for them. However, I believe in this team. I think they're a top-five defense. I like their offensive line. I think Carson Wentz is primed to take a step forward. Remember, a lot of people talking about how much Jameis Winston is getting supported, how much help they're giving Marcus Mariota down in Tennessee. I love what they're doing for Carson Wentz in Philly. Not to be understated the fact that Lane Johnson an all-pro right tackle will be on the field. I like this team. I actually think this is the surprise team that will win 
the NFC East and go to the playoffs. I think this is a 10-6 and six team. I think they are better than most people think. The poll says, Vegas says the line is 8. I say take the over on the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Carson Wentz can be solid. I think they're loaded elsewhere. I think they win 9 or 10 games. They are my NFC East champs. Chris Bavona, I know you're a Giants fan, but what do you think about my take on the Philadelphia Eagles? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, let me tell you something. If, it's, if we were talking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia, I'd be picking that to win everything all the time. I know it lost uh, back in March in that tournament. That being said, I'm not against what you're saying, and this is coming from a Giants fan. I think that the Eagles did make uh, a few strides. I love Carson Wentz. I love him. I want him on my fantasy teams. I don't think I'm going to get him in uh, certain leagues because of where I'm drafting, but I do want him. I want Zach Hurts, but I'm going to stay away specifically from the wide receivers. I don't want anything to do with Jordan Matthews or Alshon Jeffrey. Nothing. Zero. Nothing. I can't. I'm like you. I can't trust Alshon Jeffrey's injuries. And just for some reason, Jordan Matthews really just... He seems to have under, like I feel like he's underperformed his whole this whole career. He has, so far. and he's had some injury concerns as well. Almost like he's following in Alshon Jeffrey's footsteps. I hear you, but remember, they have now so many other guys. They got Torrey Smith out there. They could always go to Zach Ertz. Don't get it twisted. He can now turn around and hand the ball off to Legarrette Blunt, which I think is a very underrated signing for the Philadelphia Eagles I'm telling you you know he was the ninth highest scoring running back last year in fantasy now going to help them I'm going to tell you what maybe I'm moving the line a little bit now 40% of you say take the over on the Philadelphia Eagles over eight only 38% say take the under which is still very close and the other 22 say pass it is a very good line I want to give a shout out to Monique at Parlay Queen who responded to us on the Twitter poll said that she would lean under, but although she thinks it's a very good line, she likes the push option as well with the win total at eight. Super tough road games, she says, as I mentioned, at Kansas City, Carolina, Dallas, Seattle, and with the Giants, okay? And if they can split those, she thinks they has a chance. However, Jason Snow out there on Twitter says, wow, I definitely have to take that bet. Think he likes the over. All right. Let's keep it moving, though, here on the Fantasy Freestyle where we drop stats over beats. I got to tell you, I'm so excited about football season. If you, though, are getting ready to win a little bit of money, you know the first thing, the first step in building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it. Pick the squad at rotoexperts.com and get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and Fantasy Football Writer of the Year, Scott Engel. We got nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley. We got 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners like Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. We got depth and upside with guys like Frank Stanfield and Mike we bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the title. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package right now at rotoexperts.com. And if you enter promo code free radio, you will get a 10% discount. You got to like that. And if you want more, though, get the executive edge super premium package from my boy 
Corey Parson, okay? He gives you auction values, too. He's also the first out there innovator, okay? He's doing the fantasy executive Snapchat. You could snap with Corey Parson and interact with him directly for all the latest buzz and all the latest news, okay? As we drop stats over beats here, we put the fun and functional sports radio on the Fantasy Freestyle, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a big-time matchup. In the baseball category, as we try to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. It is the two-seed, The Natural, going up against the three-seed, Major League. I'm telling you, Major League is one of my favorite movies of all time. I really liked also recently, I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but uh, apparently the New England Patriots bought a team plane. And the... uh, Cleveland Indians trolled them because of that scene in the movie where they are trying to ride the team plane. They get downgraded to having to ride the bus. I love Joe Boo and his rum. I love the wild thing, Rookie Vaughn. I love Willie Mays Hayes, runs like Mays, but plays like Hayes, you know, that sort of thing. I love this movie. I think it needs to move on. I even like the old-timer Jack Harris with the Vaseline. And then you think about Major League Two, and you get into, like, Peaceful Serrano. You get into the Asian outfielder guy, like, you have no marbles. And then the catcher, Rue Baker, who has to, you know, has to distract himself by talking about Victoria's Secret uh, descriptions. This is an amazing movie. I know Roy Hobbs. I know Wonder Boy. I, you know, it's an epic movie. I am riding hard for for Major League. Chris Bavona, you are the cinephile, our resident movie correspondent. What say you about this matchup? So I did my homework because I had never seen The Natural. Really? Until about a week ago when I finally said, you know what? I got some time. I like you doing research for this. I like you taking the uh, the bracket seriously. And Chris. I'm going to tell you this, Dane, The Natural's good. Of it's course it is. really good. It is a fantastic It's a great movie. movie. It is absolutely well acted. But come on now, you're gonna. Sit, I'm gonna sit here like I know. Uh, I know that I talked about Hoosiers last night, and, and really how it's such a historic movie. So technically, is the natural, and I think it's one of the best sports movies made. But it's not Major League. It's not Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Roy Hobbs is a fantastic pitcher. He doesn't have the heater. Forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. All right, so you're riding with Major League, right? Joe Boo is giving me a refill. I voted for Major League. All right, all right. And right now, as I check the poll, 69% of you agree with me and Chris. Because yesterday, yesterday we were split on this, okay? Yesterday, who was it, uh, who was it, Chris? You, you, uh, you went against White Men Can't Jump yesterday. And I told everybody, please do not follow you. <laughs> Instead, to listen to me, I'm glad people did. Because White Men Can't Jump as the three seed is, in fact, moving on to the Elite Eight. And right now, now it looks like another three seed will join them in the baseball region. Major League is up right now with 69% of the vote to only 31 for the natural. But there is still time left. There's 18 hours left. So you can still get at us at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We will uh, accept your votes all the way until tomorrow and tomorrow's episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. My man Howie Balaban out there, HR Bala on Twitter, says... Major League for the originality. Remember, in the book, The Natural, Roy Hobbs lost the game. So the movie, while great, is almost too Hollywood. Did you know that, Chris, in the original in the book that Roy Hobbs actually lost? Okay, so I'm riding with Howie. I like that. He's throwing a little shade into the, the accuracy 
of the natural, and I hope he's with me. You gotta go with Major League. I don't know about originality. I think it was kind of like just bad news bears, you know, for the next generation. But I love it, and 69% of you do as well. Remember yesterday, Chris, when I said that uh, Spike Lee was throwing a protest? To support yes, Colin Kaepernick. Well, I have, you know, I, I've been on the fence on this. I do think Colin Kaepernick obviously deserves to be in the NFL. I support his ability to protest his right to free speech. I do, however, understand, though, that NFL teams don't want any kind of drama around their backup quarterback. You know, they don't want to have to deal with anything. They want their backup to kind of just be a team guy that will not cause any drama because the first time the starter winds up having a bad game, you don't want everybody clamoring for the backup, right? But I got to tell you, I heard a report out of uh down out of Florida, and if this was true, I think I would have marched in support of Colin Kaepernick. You know how the Dolphins signed uh, Jay Cutler, and I told you I think that's a good fit because of familiarity with the gaze offense, all that stuff. Do you know who they considered before reaching out to Cutler, Chris? Tim Tebow. That's right. They actually considered they actually considered Tim Tebow because down in Florida, everybody still thinks Tim Tebow can do whatever. They also apparently considered Christian Ponder, but ultimately did settle on I gotta tell you something, Chris. If Tim Tebow signed with an NFL team and Colin Kaepernick was still, you know, yeah. wanting a job and out on the street, I would have marched. I would have marched, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. I, I feel like this Colin Kaepernick thing it, I think it's I think it's got to be done with now. Like the guy, the guy used his free speech. He he used something that we have the liberty to do. I'm telling you what's going to happen. There's going to be more injuries, okay? We already saw Baltimore consider this after the Flacco back slip disc. We saw, we heard his name come out in Miami after the Tannehill injury. There is going to be another starting quarterback in the next three weeks that goes down. And at that point in time, what are they going to do? Try to get Tony Romo from out of the booth? You know, at some point, because this is a game of attrition, someone is going to sign this man and I'm going to stay so fresh and so clean when it happens that's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle Chris Bavona giving you that outcast as we go to commercial when we come back we're going to check in on the polls and we're going to go around Major League Baseball my man Gary Sanchez has gone yard for the Yankees I'll tell you who else is hitting home runs and helping you win some cash when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle Quarterback to receiver hookups Running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know it ain't where I've been. But where I'm about to go I'm about to go to the money window I'm about to go to the bank teller After, uh, you know, we hit this cash Right now Carolina Panthers and, uh 
you know, the Houston Texans are also finishing up that two-game preseason slate on some DFS guys right now. So check out that as well. Let's go around Major League Baseball. The Reds are up on Travis Wood. I told you I was stacking the Reds. They're up 2 nothing on the Padres in the Great American Small Park. That game in the third inning. Tigers up 3 nothing on the Pirates. That game in Detroit in the bottom of the third. Ian Kinsler with his 11th home run of the season. Scoreless in Tampa, Red Sox, and Rays. Yankees all over the Blue Jays. Three solo home runs for the Yankees. Todd Frazier with his 19th. Gary Sanchez, as I mentioned, with his 18th. And Didi joins him with his 18th home run of the season. Nationals over the Marlins right now. 3 nothing in the third. Ryan Zimmerman with his 25th home run of the season. Let's check out our polls. Like I said, I'm high on the Philadelphia Eagles. Despite the tough end to their schedule, I'd take the over on the eight-season win total. I think this is the surprise division winner in the NFC this season. I'm sorry, Chris, to all those Giant fans. I do still think the Giants make it in, though, as a wild card. 40% of you agree with me are taking the over on the Philadelphia Eagles. However, 37% of you say take the under, think that they will finish below 500. I'm willing to make a bet, sprinkle a little cash on that. If you want to find me and make that bet, holler at me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter, or you can call in 844-843-6879. I'll be taking people's money on this bet all season long. And as we crown the greatest sports movie of all time, Major League, with a sizable lead right now, 67% of the vote would be an upset right now over the two-seed, the natural. If that moves on, we're talking about a baseball final of Major League versus the Sandlot. I can only imagine what Chris Bavona has to say about that. You know who I'm riding with. It'll be the one time I go against Wendy Peppercorn, but come on back tomorrow. We're going to find out with the Dallas Cowboys what happens with Ezekiel Elliott, will he or won't he? It's Dane Martinez dropping stats over beats. Fantasy Freestyle, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See you tomorrow.